we're live for the first time in 2020, the choice of a new decade. I don't know mm -hmm. what that means, but whatever. Um, that's a great, that's a great start to the podcast. Eh, yeah, eh, whatever. whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, so before someone okay boomers us, um, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world uh, with an Australian accent. And when I just said, okay, boomer, my uh, okay Google hot word went off on my phone. So that's gone well. This is episode 207. We are recording live on Friday, the 17th of January, Sorry, 2020. And there's Google just talking back to me and I shouldn't have done that. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back after this. Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. Uh, I, I'm Jason. This is our first episode of the year, which means I've messed up a couple of things in the intro, but that's okay. Joining me, we have coming to us from all the way, all the way over on the other side of the country, which is also on fire. Bradley, groovy guy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think we've only had one day here in Perth where it's been, uh, you know, really smoky. Every other day has been pretty clear, but we are still aware that. Yes, like the rest of the nation, we are on fire. Yes, Australia. Well, so actually, Sydney's underwater today, but um, I'm sure it'll be, back, it'll be back on fire tomorrow. Max in Adelaide, how are you doing over there? Doing well. Had a poignant moment the other day where I tried to transport some donations for bushfire relief and then mm -hmm. had to get turned back by the cops because there was another bushfire in the way. So oh. you know, sum up the current Australian experience. I don't know what does. So yeah, so you so you tried to help people from to like recover from a bushfire, but a bushfire stopped you from no doing. No bugger off as a bushfire. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, in all seriousness, um, if if people internationally are listening, and we know a couple of people do from here, from around the place. Michael Bay. Yeah, Mike. Look, look, Michael Bay. This message is going out to you. Um, Australia has had the worst bushfire season on record. It's blanketed capital cities with smoke which has never happened before and it's actually taken uh it's taken a good couple of months to break a drought and today today we've had a massive amount of massive amount of rainfall that's come south from a tropical cyclone uh as a result of thunderstorms now it's put out a few fires it's also started more fires through lightning strikes so like don't don't just think that it rains and we're out of the uh, out of the woods but um we will put a link in the show notes to the red cross uh if you would like to if you'd like to donate uh something to something to help australians who've lost their homes there's been a, a massive amount of land land burned and homes lost uh then you know, um we would love to we would love to love to see some listeners make uh, donations if that is uh, at all possible. Uh, that does also colour one of the stories that's uh, coming up later in the show as well. Now, um, it's been a couple of months since we're on the air. I've sp I spent a month of it overseas. Thankfully, thankfully, I managed to escape Sydney's poor air quality by going and spending some time in China. I'm just going to let that. that sink that's in better air there. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was actually better air. Sydney and Melbourne have had the worst air in the world, uh, ultimately, for the last few days. Um, not only that, I actually spent the time, spent about a week in Shenzhen in China, which is basically where everything is made, and it's known to have some of the worst air quality in the world, and it was better than Sydney. Uh, but the rest of the time was spent in uh, in London, thankfully, with uh, with family and uh, enjoying some cooler, cooler weather uh, over Christmas. Now... Along the way, I did discover a couple of interesting, uh, a couple of interesting transformers on sale in Hong Kong. We'll we'll talk about and have a look at some of the photos of those later on. Um, and uh, other other than that, it's been a. I mean, look, look, I went to four countries in four weeks, so for me, it's been a, it's been a relaxed but eventful holiday. Uh, how did you guys spend Christmas? What, what did you do? Did you go anywhere? Uh, sat around home and got pissed at the family. Was that, was that was that was that pissed with or pissed at? Oh, a bit of both. Does it depend when the climate change discussion comes up? Yeah, <laughs> that's a true Aussie Christmas for you, right there. Yeah, for sure <laughs> is. Yeah. How about how about yourself, Bradley? Uh, it's been very very quiet here. Um, I've sort of been uh, just trying to survive the summer heat. You know, the Australian summer heat. Yeah, and, so uh, we know it well. It's burning everything at the moment. Yeah, so just uh, I don't do too well with the uh, the summer season. So yeah, just trying to survive. And so far, I'm doing kind of okay, even though I'm looking a bit rough. But that's just the norm. I mean, can't you just take shelter under your beard if it gets too hot? <laughs> I can't because then it pushes me back for it for it to protect itself. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a problem with those beards when they they achieve sentience. Oh yeah. Especially when they become self-aware. So, uh, did you guys did you guys get any presents from Santa? Will we be talking about those in new acquisitions later on, or is there anything you want to want to talk up now? Nothing on my front. Um, um, so Max was so Max was naughty. Got a lump of coal. <laughs> you got a lump <laughs> of coal. Yeah, and I got too many figures to name. I think you've seen the. Uh, Actually, hang on. I've got this here. This is like a phone book of instruction manuals. Oh, my gosh. That's how many figures I got. Oh, no. <laughs> quite a few. They're all from the siege line. So, yeah, pretty good. Pretty profitable. Oh, nice. All right. Oh, look, we'll, we'll talk about the new acquisitions later on in the show. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Thy Yonder? I'm not sure we even got to talking about this convention, we uh, did. but it has has unfortunately been cancelled. So, uh, Go Atomic. I think we might have talked about it in the last show of last year. Go Atomic was a um, a new uh, pop culture uh, exhibition that was scheduled to actually take place this weekend in Sydney with a notable guest being uh, Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. It has unfortunately been postponed. Now, given the given the situation with bushfires around Australia, there's a, there's a few takes on exactly why it was postponed. We've seen people cancel their travel plans uh, because they need to stay near their homes uh, in, case, in case bushfires get near their homes and they need to evacuate their families. So... I think it's. I think that's part of uh, that's part of what's 
caused the event to be cancelled. I also suspect, although this has never actually been stated by anyone, I suspect that the event insurance can't be very happy about bringing bringing personalities like Peter Cullen, uh, Jim Carlo Esposito, and Brad Dourif to Australia when there's a chance that um, like the venue might <laughs> might get smoked in the bushfire smoke, or worse, given that it is a a very very high fire danger risk at the moment. So. I suspect there's a I suspect there's a confluence of things that uh, has caused the event to be cancelled. Now, uh, Galatomic is saying that the event has been postponed and will take place at a later date to be uh, to be advised. They have issued refunds to all ticket goers, and we assume that when the event does get remounted, presumably later in the year, uh, there will be a different guest list. But but you never know. If it's the same guest list, uh, that'd be pretty good. Now, if you were um, if you were hoping to meet Peter Cullen this weekend, uh, I do know that uh, I do know I do know that our friend friend of the show, uh, as in frequent 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 host of the show, Ash Whaling, uh, is in fact prowling around Sydney at the moment because uh, he purchased tickets to the event and plane tickets come up from Tasmania. So we'll be trying to catch up with him uh, over the over the course of the weekend. Um, if you were hoping to come and meet Peter Cullen, um, there is. There are other options to meet Peter Cullen at conventions, but they're a little bit further away. Um, TF Nation, which, uh, as, as you might know, I am quite fond of attending the last couple of years. TF Nation does have Peter Cullen attending in Birmingham in the UK in August this year, and he's also attending the Liverpool Comic Con, which I think takes place in March at some point. You do have to hike yourself off to the other side of the planet if you want to go to those events, but... Uh, uh, I've been telling everyone that uh, I've been telling everyone that um, TF Nation is worth going to. So maybe now's the time for uh, a few more Aussies to go and add to our contingent. We do have uh, we do have at least three Aussies that I know of attending and making the trek this year. So uh, head over to tfnation.com if you're interested in uh, getting some tickets. And it's plenty. There's plenty of time between now and August for you to find a cheap flight and. Uh, there's accommodation and stuff on offer. Also, it's not really that expensive a convention. It's um, seventy-five pounds for a weekend weekend ticket, um, and you don't have to pay. F- you don't have to pay for autographs or uh, or meeting guests or anything, except for Peter Cullen. Um, he's obviously no going to be a, a big draw card for the uh, for the convention. Now, um, Beaver, when is TF Nation again? TF Nation is in August. August, okay. Start putting some start putting some plans together, Max. You can come with us. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, go on. Some uh, a little bit more bad news, actually. So, EB Games uh, also, EB Games, which also operates the uh, Zing Pop Culture Stores, has announced that it is shutting 19 stores across Australia this month. It has been noted that those stores are apparently unprofitable. Now, the stores are in fairly remote locations, so I don't. Think we need to be too concerned about uh, EB Games going under yet? Although I, I believe I believe we did joke at the time the uh, Unicron pre-orders came up last year. No, nothing's nothing's wrong with EB Games. They're rock solid. They'll be around. <clears throat> Fingers crossed. Now, yeah, just cross everything. Um, yeah. So, in some cases, in some cases, they're shutting stores that are close to other stores. Uh, they're also sh- shutting stores that are quite remote and poorly trafficked, not not getting much uh, not getting much by way of uh, by way of trade, and in some cases the stores will be uh, joining up with a, a Zing store, which is it's sort of the the new 
it's the new store layout for EB Games. It's sort of half video games, half pop culture collectibles in their uh, Zing brand. So, um, yeah, there's a, there is a list. Uh, we've got an article up from Business Insider Australia. Uh, there is a list of stores that will be closing in there. And most of us are probably not going to be too affected by it. But if I'm looking at the ones I know on this list, you know, they're ones that are, like you said, either real close to each other. I mean, one of the ones on here, the City Cross Run, is literally across the road from another EV Games. Like, yeah, I don't, this isn't too much to worry about. This is just them cleaning house a bit. Look, it's not it's not too much to worry about. Although it is worth noting that EB Games' parent company is not doing too well in the US either. So. Um, yeah, unlike unlike um, unlike some some situations where like Kmart and Target are independently licensed brands in Australia, uh, EB Games is in fact directly tied to its American parent. So there's there is definitely there's definitely some cause for concern there. But for now, the company still appears to be plenty profitable. Mm. Yeah, it was getting a bit sort of hectic with how many EB Games stores there were everywhere, but with only nineteen unprofitable stores shutting down there's still going to be quite a lot of eb game stores i mean 19 isn't a huge amount actually i actually don't know how many stores they have across the country um like i can think of like sort of five or six around sydney um i assume most capital cities have a sort of a similar concentration and in sort of you know westfield shopping centers so yeah i, I don't know uh, 19 is sorry max just the ones that I know on here compared to the amount that I know around the city here, like it's a tiny percentage. So I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't think this is hugely significant on a nationwide level. Cool. Um, yeah, if, if, if you uh, if you happen to have gone into any of the stores that are that are closing and put down some money for a Unicron pre-order, might be worth uh, might be worth contacting EB Games and seeing exactly what is going to happen to your order and which store you can pick it up from instead. Um, look, all they need to do is make it through to make it through to February twenty twenty one, and everyone will be happy. Mm. <laughs> that's all they have to do is survive all a that, year. That's all they have to do: survive a year in the Australian retail landscape. Uh, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that are shutting up shop at the moment across Australia mm. and. This is this is just just another of the uh, recent signs. We also heard, uh, I mean, on a, on a not entirely unrelated, but not entirely related either. Um, front uh, audio retailer Bose is shutting a lot of stores around the world. Um, they'll remain open in uh, the Middle East and some in Southeast Asia. And the company sells online anyway, so it's not like they're going not like they're going anywhere. But uh, it's just another sign that there is a. There is a bit of a downturn happening in the uh, in the retail sector. Yeah, and also, um, Bus does a lot of um, telema- uh, TV shopping shows as well. So I don't think they're going to really be hit too hard. But I also saw um, Jeans West has shut down their stores. I was like, hang on, they're still around. Yeah, Jeans West went into voluntary uh, voluntary administration this week as well. Um, there's. There's a, there is a really interesting uh, a really interesting thing happening in, in Australian retail, where a lot of stores are relying on sales to bring mm. customers in, which means that if you rely on discounts to bring in customers, you have to sell more stuff at a discount in order to make the same amount of money that you would have made when you didn't have a sale on. So, 
as, as I say this, my eye turns to the EB Games 50% off sale signs that are shown in the, in the uh, photo on the Business Insider article. Yeah, but be honest, when was the last time you went past an EB Games and they were not having a sale? Yeah, but be honest, isn't that kind of the problem? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the frequency of EB Games sales compared to um, things like ga um, game traders? And remember that old store game that used to be everywhere and that's just gone completely? Yeah. yeah this, sale, this model that EB Games uses has, it almost feels like it's kept it ahead of a competition. Maybe, maybe. The question is, how long? for how long will they remain ahead of the competition? Now, going back to, going back to my holiday in, uh, in Hong Kong and China and before I headed over to London, I managed to pick up some figures that we had heard about about midway through last year but yet to see on store shelves. And uh, it's, a, it's a brand new Cyberverse line. Yay! Everyone's excited for Cyberverse, <laughs> right? Yeah, they got a really yeah. long. Where's, sort where, where, where's the where? There. Where are all the cheers? Everyone's uh, excited for Cyberverse, right? Yay! Huzzah! Don't a, a victory for the establishment. Uh, what if I told you? I might just I know, a little bit bigger. What if I told I you that yeah. Cyberverse now yeah. has? Well articulated figures that are somewhat on the par with uh, what we've come to know as uh, generations. So, like, yeah, uh, right out of town. Combiner Wars, Titans Return, Power of the Primes, Siege, and forthcoming Earthrise figures. Uh, Cyberverse is going through a bit of a a bit of a respec uh, on Hasbro's mm -hmm. front at the moment, and uh, not only that, it's also going through a rebrand. If you look at the box that's on screen at the moment, it is now known as Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that just rolls off a tongue, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it, it bodes, it, it bodes, uh, well, it's, it, I don't know, I don't know what it bodes, but it sounds like it's going to be an interesting season three of the cartoon. Jason, what are your thoughts on your Transformers Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures Deluxe Class Bumblebee Build-A-Figure Macadam Wave 1? Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked, Maxwell. <laughs> So I, I dutifully took a bunch of photos. Uh, this is this one was uh, taken in a Starbucks in Hong Kong, where I was attracting a few funny looks for taking photos. But uh, um, as you can see, so you can see on, on his uh, on the box there, there is the grand price of one hundred and seventy nine dollars for this figure. Uh, don't panic too much; it's uh, actually Hong Kong dollars, so it's actually about the retail price for a deluxe is about thirty five dollars. Now these. These uh, these figures do come with uh, builder figure parts. It's the first time I believe that brand has been used for a Transformers figure, and they make McAdam, uh, who is the bartender in um, McAdam's old uh, old oil house, uh, frequently shown in the comics and just starting to show up in uh, Transformers Cyberverse. Now we'll, we'll talk about the builder figure parts in a bit, but obviously the figures are the um, the figures are the the main focus here, and so. What you get in the box is a Studio Series-style card back, uh, which you could use as a bit of a background. Um, I unfortunately, mine, mine did not make it back to Australia because I, I, I did not have space for four deluxe boxes in my baggage. So I just took the figures out, took their uh, effects pieces and went with it. Uh, each figure comes with a weapon and some of them come with blast effects and uh, one or two builder figure parts. And there's, a, um, there's an instruction 
instruction sheet down the bottom. Now these figures are on they're on a um, they're on a, a plastic uh, they're on a plastic back in a in the in the box, and they have pretty minimal pretty minimal cable ties holding them into place as well. Bumblebee has two, I believe, which is a far cry from what we've seen uh, in in figures of figures of yore. Now um, let's move on a little bit. So Bumblebee is probably not the best. Probably not the best uh, example of the line, but as you can see, like um, he's got he's got a fair bit of articulation. He's got uh, ball jointed elbows, uh, ball jointed ball jointed hips. Now his legs can't swivel uh, in and out at the knee, but other figures in the line can. He has ankle tilts, and uh, his head swivels left, right, and a little bit up and down. Now. I say that's. I say he's not the greatest example because I feel like the head articulation is a little bit limited, and I'm disappointed that his legs uh, sort of can't swivel in and out at the knees. But uh, that's okay because uh, he can still pull off some interesting poses. There's a a little bit of a run pose with his gun there, and uh, uh, yeah, when you try to Break get into do a uh, when you try to get him to do a ground pound, that's what ha that's what happens. Or uh. what is it? The superhero landing pose. He really can't do it. But nah. other fig other figures in the line can. <laughs> now, uh, so so I did pick up all four of them. Now, I'm really impressed by by the, the articulation options that are offered by some of these figures. So, uh, Shockwave, for example, this is a fairly familiar pose for people who've been reading the comics since the '80s. This is his uh, his comic cover are all dead pose. And so, like, if you told me that a Cyberverse figure was going to be able to pull off sort of the subtlety of this pose, the the arm positioning and the um, the, the legs and the, the the head head position. If you told me that a few months ago, I would have laughed you out of the room. But uh, Shockwave, Shockwave, as you can see, he 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 can uh, rotate his legs around, um, and you know he's he's got a nice he's got a nice range of movement on his shoulders, on his hips, and on his elbows as well. So there's quite a lot quite a lot that you can do with him, and he's got a, a good effects piece on his on his gut. Uh, the gun arm can actually be detached as well to form part of his tank, which means he actually does have two hands, but uh, the, the gun covers up one of his hands. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Yeah, until you, until you get to the tank mode, which is sort of when it all falls apart. He looks like um, he looks like something that's crawled out of your television in the ring. Yeah. I mean, like, I they move things around. Like they, they tried, but... Yeah. It's is there a... More of a design, really. I like I, I feel like I feel like what lets this down is really yeah the character design not the not the engineering like I feel like the character design was designed for a simpler series of toy which you know the ones that are currently on the shelves and if they were engineering them like this to begin with like this probably wouldn't have been the exact alt mode but uh, it is what it is Move I'm sure on there's something... a fan mode for his gun mode or is there not a fan mode for his gun mode uh, not that I've seen um, yeah. Don't I? I think you tend not to really see too many fan modes on deluxe class figures, and these are yeah. while they while they are deluxe class figures, they are a little bit simpler deluxes than we've seen on others. Um, still worth noting, he does have ankle tilts on his big chunky feet as well, uh, and he's, you can also just sort of see on his um, on his uh, right right shoulder there, there is a, a port for an effects part as well. So. He is compatible with Siege 5mm and 3mm um, effects parts, as most of them are as well. And so you can take Siege effects, put them on Cyberverse figures, and you take Cyberverse effects and put them on Siege figures as well. Mm. So um, 
This fellow is more, um, this guy is more impressive. So uh, Megatron, um, he's, excellent. He, 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 he is good. Um, I don't really like his chunky shoulders. I don't know. Yeah, see, I've got a, I've sort of got a photo showing his chunky shoulders there. Um, and he's got squat feet as well. But again, the feet are on ankle tilts. Um, you can sort of, you, you can get him to do a few mahaha evil poses and stuff like that. And um, his his alt mode is also a pretty nice, like, sci-fi tank kind of thing. And again, you can see a weapons port on the side there. There's space for effects on the on the cannon and um, yeah, just ports on ports on the top of him as well. I I really like Megatron. Um, mm. I, I think his alt mode actually makes it for me because his his robot mode has a couple of issues of sort of parts getting in the way of each other, but still really really impressive. And uh, and you know like you you can sort of like you know, move his arms around and move his head. He, he, Megatron I think has the greatest range of head motion. Uh, of these figures, so like you can move his head around and sort of like a little bit up and down as well. But of course, um, <laughs> this one, nice. the Optimus Prime, is really the highlight of the the deluxes so far for me. Like, as you can see, he he can do that superhero landing pose. That is a deluxe figure doing that, and not only that, it's a Cyberverse figure doing the superhero landing pose. Just let that sink in for a minute. Um, <laughs> Prime, Prime's great. Prime to be such a standout. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did not expect this either. It didn't look remarkable at all. No, it's 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 pretty deceptive. He's got he's got a lot of a lot of options for moving things around, and like it's kind of standard deluxe articulation. We just don't expect it on a on a Cyberverse figure. So you sort of see, you know, you can you can. Um, you can rotate his legs around. Uh, his gun is also actually pretty neat. It's a, it's sort of a bit of a squished up cartoony version of his regular G1 gun. Um, some people notice. Some people will notice he has grey hands. Uh, that might be a problem for some. And uh, yeah, like so, he can also he can also look up a little bit as well. Um, just very very impressed by when you when you move his limbs around he just sort of like sits there and he looks pretty chunky and all just sort of looks like he's come out of the cartoon and he's uh, also yeah matrix yeah <laughs> yeah so like he's got a matrix but it's molded in and painted on so well, i mean you see how small he like is that if once he inserts something into the matrix there uh it does a matrix class, doesn't he uh yeah and i don't think i've got a photo of it but yeah okay. um <laughs> So yeah, no, he's, he's he does have a one of his effects part is a, a matrix blast that fits into the matrix chamber. So you're gonna have him light everyone's darkest hour all over them. Um, <laughs> but that that matrix blast also, while it fits into the matrix hole there, it also has a, a five mil a five mil port in it, so it can fit over the cap of a gun uh, or anything like that. Mm. So also pretty handy, um, and he can do the he can do the fairly thoughtful. Uh, you know, troubled leader poses along with everyone as well. Um, and there's so so there's the set now. These guys are these guys have just started to go on um, wider release in Asia. I'm sure they'll turn up here soon enough. Um, but yeah, they, they were they were a bit of a surprise in December. I think um, they turned up on Ben's World of Transformers, uh, and he had he'd received pictures from a friend who'd. Picked them up in Wan Chai in Hong Kong, which is where I picked these up as well. 
Um, Wan Chai, Wan Chai uh, if, you, if you haven't been to Hong Kong, there's an area in Wan Chai called Tai Wen Street, which is also known as Toy Street. And there's lots of stores on that street that just, they sell all sorts of toys. Um, Transformers are not the only thing that they sell though. So, you know, some stores are better than others for it. But uh, yeah, um, I, I mentioned it. Sorry, in Hong Kong, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes, Hong Kong one, one shy is in in Hong Kong, um, and uh, and then uh, I also um, oh, I didn't actually remember to put it. I took a it took a video which has become my most popular tweet of the year of the uh, Toys R Us store in Hong Kong. Uh, there's a lot of Transformers in in that store. <laughs> there's a lot of Transformers. And when I say a lot, I mean they had so many Transformers in their Transformers section, they had to make another section for Transformers. There's two Transformers sections. And it's in the um Ocean Terminal Toys R Us in Hong Kong. It's pretty amazing. Like if you're if you're a Transformers fan and you're going there, you're like you're sure to find something to buy. Um, so yeah, and these guys were just being released in Hong in Toys R Us Hong Kong as I was leaving. Um, but I picked these up from the from the toy stores in Wan Chai. So yeah, Cyberverse uh, Cyberverse Deluxe figures, pretty standard deluxe figures, kind of cool though. <coughs> Excuse me, that's the smoke. Um, so the one we didn't really talk too much about the the builder figure parts. I didn't really take photos of them because you need the next four figures uh, mm. to actually make the figure. And looking at what I've got. It's not. It's not going to be great. Like, I feel like people are going to assume that the builder figure figure will be on a par with these figures, and it's just not going to be. Um, I think like they the, use the Marvel Legends model because the Marvel Legends yeah. stuff. The builder figure is like a regular figure, but they're generally a lot better quality and all that. So it's kind of disappointing to hear that I haven't gone the same route. Yeah. So well. So like, I, I've got a leg and a foot. Of McAdam, and it's all just one molded piece, right? So there's no like he doesn't. He's not going to be a transformer. He won't transform, which no. is is a funny thing because no one knows what McAdam transforms into. Um, okay. And so the, so he doesn't transform, and I don't think he's going to be great for posing either. But we'll see. A, a couple of a couple of the a couple of points that I a couple of the pieces that I do have do have ball joints on them, but. It's also like it's way too early to sort of see how it all goes together so far. Well, I saw, um, to be honest, I saw um, Pior did video reviews today of Optimus and Megatron, and then he showed the Builder figure. And I thought it was just Bumblebee. Like, I'm not familiar with McAdam as a character. I thought it was like a powered-up Bumblebee at first. And then I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's McAdam, of course. Yeah. Why, well, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, the only other I've got the I think the only other builder figure toy the Transformers ever did, which was um, Transmutate, and she's a good figure, but that's just because she never transformed. <laughs> well, maybe that's what they're sticking with for this one. Well, it's, yeah. it's funny actually now that you mentioned that because like everyone talked about the Macadam figure as them bringing over this concept from Marvel Legends when actually that Transmutate predates Marvel Legends Builder figures. So Maybe. Know, I, 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 I don't know. First. I don't actually know too much about the, the Transmutate figure, but um, so Builder figure is a brand. It's like it's a specific trademark that, that, that um, Hasbro owns, and they've been using it for Marvel Legends, so now they're going to use it for more things in their line. But, you know, like the, 
the basic thing, the basic concept's been around for ages. You get the parts for a, a different figure with all the others. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so look, that's that's a that's a look at the Cyberverse Deluxe uh, figures so far. The other four figures, uh, I can't there's remember. Hot Rod. There's, Hot Rod. There's RC and uh, Thunder Crash or Thunder. Yeah. Not Thundercracker. It's um. Thunder. I don't know if it was Thunder. I I can't remember. I do, So I do have a photo. I do have a photo of the um of the back of the box, but it's just not in this in this photo set. Um, uh, Shadow Striker. Maybe. <laughs> sure. Why not? Let's go with that. Um, I'd rather pick whatever Brad's thinking of here. No, yeah, was it wasn't Thunder Clash? I can't remember if it was. No, here we, here we are. Uh, we so it's Hot Hot Rod Grimlock, um, Hot, Hot Rod Grimlock RC, and uh, and I can't get the last one because it's not showing. <laughs> thun, th- <laughs> thun Thunder Howl. Thunder Howl. There you go. Possibly, <laughs> maybe may a new character that we've not seen in the cartoon yet. Who knows? Uh, so, in order to complete the uh, McAdam Builder figure, you will need to buy those four figures as well. Um, but you know what? Given how given how good these ones are, like I do enjoy them as much as as much as I might sort of like, you know, be a bit matter of fact about some of them. I've I've, I've had them in my possession for a good month and a half now, so mm-hmm. I, I, f- I feel like I've spent enough time with them that I can sort of be a little bit blasé about them. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, like I, I I would happily go out and buy the other four in here and. Um, one of the things that I've, uh, one of the things that I've sort of noticed as I watch Cyberverse season two is that like, I really would like actual sort of almost more screen accurate figures uh, of, of the characters. So these are a good step in the right direction. And also just the photo that we're looking at on screen at the moment, I love how big and chunky Optimus's knee pads are. Like, like they just <laughs> they stick out a mile and they look great. If, if I go. <laughs> I go back there. You can see you can see them just sort of sticking up there. They look great. <laughs> yeah, and also look. It also, it also seems like um, if you're doing it for the builder figure, you're not going to be stuck with a remold because Grimlock and RC. I can't really imagine them coming out of the the four molds we've already got. It's a good. It's a good point. Um, I don't know whether or not we'll see any repaints in this line. Um, I suspect maybe not. Hot Rod, maybe, but I don't think so. I think- yeah, I think Bumblebee might re- be repainted to Hot Rod, but that's just a wild guess. Not sure. I think I think Hot Rod's character, Hot Rod's character model is markedly different to Bumblebee in the show, so maybe not. We'll see. Because uh, I'm not too familiar with um, Cyberverse. I did watch it when it started, but I think I just lost track of it. And when I first saw the, um, you know, the picture, I didn't realize it was Hot Rod. I thought it was um, Sideswipe. Mm, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, they look like they're going to be good figures. And, you know, if you buy both waves, you're going to get nine figures total. And build a figure seems pretty good. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be probably high price scalped on um, Facebook. Once the other four come out, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm not very confident that the builder figure is going to be very good. But you never know. It might might be a bit of a learning process for Hasbro, sort of doing a um a, a builder figure transformer, and uh, maybe the next time they do it, it'll be better. We'll see. Yeah. 
We go, we go from we go from cyberverse figures being discovered out in the wild to this news from today, which is an Earthrise Optimus Prime being discovered out in the wild from uh, Nathan, Nathan Wayne in in the uh, TCCA Facebook discussion group. He found uh, he found Earthrise Optimus Prime. He said he also found the reissue Earthrise Astro Train. Um, so he's the same figure that's been released in Siege, but um, being re-released in uh, in Earthrise packaging. And uh, he found him in Bangkok in the Mega, Mega Plaza Toy Center uh, up on the third floor. So uh, if, you're in, if you happen to be in Bangkok and you fancy picking up some new Transformers that the rest of the planet doesn't really have yet, head on over to Mega Plaza. The, um, uh, I don't believe Nathan's posted any out-of-box photos of uh, Optimus Prime yet. The, uh, there have been a few comments made on the post that Prime looks quite small. Um, this is a leader class figure and it does seem like uh, it does seem like he's a Voyager class figure with armor, which is a similar thing to uh, similar thing to what we've seen in the siege in, in the siege line so far. So um, yeah, it, it, it is what it is uh, and it's either few or it's not. but uh, yeah. It seems like it's a leader class price point. Uh, so it's a leader class price point, and it's really brought about by the addition of the trailer. Yeah, and when I first saw this picture when we were going through the run sheet, I honestly thought that it was someone... Because I've seen pictures of, like, animated Megatron, leader class animated Megatron. Someone's bought him then put a Cyberverse figure inside and returned it. So I thought that's what we were looking at here at first. I thought someone had bought the leader class toy, painted it out, and put in a um, like a legend scale toy. But no, this is the Earthrise Optimus Prime, and I mean I'm not going to be replacing my Power of the Primes Optimus Prime anytime soon. But there has also been a Voyager Megatron announced, which I don't think anyone knows what it looks like yet. No, we will get we will get to that a little bit later on, but um, yeah. no, we haven't we haven't seen what the uh, Voyager figure looks like. But being a Voyager figure, he's probably going to be about the same size as this Optimus Prime, so they should go yeah. together quite well. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of been sorry. I think that's kind of been a nice byproduct of the scale cha- scale approach I've taken here. Is that yeah, it doesn't quite feel like you get the same size figure, but filling out the price point using those parts means that you don't run into scale issues between the leaders and the voyagers, and you can spread those similar size characters across both price points. Yeah, that's right. Point. There is like a leader class Shockwave and the Voyager class Megatron, but they don't seem dissimilar in size scale. So I think it works out. That's right. They go together pretty well. Now, uh, look, it's early days yet for Earthrise. Uh, I believe most retailers have it due listed as uh, due in February. Um, we will uh, we'll see how that goes. Probably uh, very very small trickles like Siege seems to. Have. Oh, actually no, they sort of trickled in at first, and then it sort of every everyone got like a deluge of Siege figures, and hopefully we'll be getting the same. Maybe better I, than with Earthrise. No, uh, so when I said retailers, I didn't mean like bricks and mortar retailers. I meant uh, places like Robotoys. Uh, um, They've got them listed for a February release, but uh, we don't know what's going to actually happen at uh, retail shops and shopping centres. Uh, it's very, it's very hard to say. We don't, like, we don't really have, we don't really have an in with those retailers. Uh, and 
Hasbro tends not to really want to talk to us that much, but uh, I don't know. I might, I might go, I might go send Hasbro a, a, a question on their website about Earthrise's release and see what they say. Yeah, because I think um, a few people that have wanted to buy from brick and mortar stores, Kmart and all the major retailers haven't really had any luck. But like Toy World and such, they seem to be having better luck. But that's just because they've got suppliers over in like i think the philippines or something they get more they have more i've got i've got i've got no i've got no reason to believe that toy world is getting its supplies from anywhere other than hasbro <laughs> australia okay Fair yeah. Enough. yeah um it's uh, so ha to, to to that point actually hasbro australia has advised occasionally when things are appearing in toy world so i'd say if they're going around them then they wouldn't know that so um, uh, I would I would assume Toy World's getting their stock from Hasbro Australia, like everyone else. But uh, different different stores or order different things. So, yeah. yeah, different stores, different price points as well. Yeah, that's right. Okay, let's move on to the next story. Uh, just a, a bit of a bit of a, a good news story and a thank you to uh, Space Ape, who are the the uh, the people who run the Transformers Earth War. Um, Earth Wars uh, online game. Uh, so Space Ape has put a, an in-app purchase up as a firefighters pack in the uh, in Earth War and in some of their other games as well, um, which they say that all of the revenue from the purchase of that pack is directly donated to charities that are supporting uh, supporting families and and people and animals and towns uh, that have been ravaged by Australia's bushfires. So. A big thank you to Space Ape. I only discovered this tonight when I was uh, when I was browsing through some of the news. Um, this hit a couple of days ago, so um, yeah, no, a, a, a big thank you. Especially because it's not just Earth Wars; it's actually all of the games that they run. Um, so they've they've had a big uh, they've had a, a, a big influx of requests from the community for ways to ways to help. So uh, good on them, and thanks very much. Mm. It's been amazing recently, just seeing how much people have pulled in. Professor Relief. It's been, you know, it's been reassuring just to see how how all this has gone. That's like, true. It feels like the, coming from everywhere, like even places like this that you wouldn't expect it. It's great. That's that's right. Um, like the, there has been a massive look. There's been a massive outpouring of uh, support from around the world for for the the firefighters fighting out fires, people who've lost everything to these bushfires. Um, it's it's a tragedy that has been noticed internationally, and uh, there's been stars like stars like Pink, Elton John, uh, even like no, no, no matter what people have donated, like anything is welcome. Even um, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, who's not known for not known for uh, donating much to anything, uh, despite being the richest man on the planet, um, he donated a million dollars to the uh, recovery fund as well. So, uh, big thank you to everyone about everyone involved in that and um a big thank you to space Ape once again hmm. next story we're going back to cyberverse um there's a lot of cyberverse going on tonight now uh over the uh, over the christmas break a couple of uh a couple of cyberverse sets have uh, come to light that were not previously announced uh, which is it's a bit weird that they weren't previously announced but uh this is what we're looking at here is the Cybertronian Villains Quintesson Invasion Pack. Now, 
the reason, one of the reasons I find this interesting is just I've got new Cyberverse figures and they're branded Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures, but these figures are still part of the existing Cyberverse line, still getting released, which means that the Bumblebee version must still be a few months away. Uh, so the Quintesson Invasion has, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if that's actually happened in the cartoon yet, but we do get a Quintesson Judge with multiple heads that can uh, rotate around. And there's the little versions of Shockwave and Prowl that come with a little Quintesson mind control device, it looks like, to, um, uh, and you can, you can sort of see that on top of Prowl's head there, to uh, uh, turn them to, the, turn them to the, the dark side, perhaps. Being, uh, being Cyberverse, they are slightly stylized, but these are also probably one of the first times we've actually seen uh, Quintessons represented in a main Transformers line. Is this the first official Quintesson figure? Like, I don't believe I don't it. Think it's, it uh, Alpha Q. There was Energon uh, Alpha, but I don't think it was considered an actual. So, uh, so Alpha Q was more like one of the, one of the um, guards, perhaps. But uh, it, look, my 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 Energon and my Energon and Armada history is not great. So. I think this is the first time we've seen the five-faced judges, and I, I assume there's five faces. There might only be three. I don't know. But uh, the multi-faced judges, let's say, this is the first time I've seen them represented as an official toy. Yes. The only other one was the third-party one, which I've got up there, but, yeah, not, a, um, not an official one. But if you look at the pictures of this Quintesson on the back, you can see what appears to be another two faces. So it looks like we're going to get the old five face. Hopefully, hopefully that'd be great. This is but one set that's been uh, suddenly revealed to the world and released. The other is also causing a few little ripples around the fandom because it's a multi-pack with three Sharktacons and uh, oh, that's not great, but still. Uh, so Shark. This is, uh, again, part of the Cybertronian villains subline under Cyberverse. Uh, it's Sharktacon's attack. So it's a, uh, it's a, in fact, this is actually the only photos that we've got of it here. It's a, there's a, I want to say deluxe. I really hope it's a deluxe um, hot rod there. I don't think he's actually the, sorry, he's more warrior class than deluxe. He's not one of the deluxe figures. Um, but there's three Sharktacons and they look cute as. So, um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one of these little sets and just seeing how those sharks and guns are. Now, they are um, they are on sale. They've gone up. They've listed today on RobotKingdom.com. Um, they I think they are the, the price that we see here, which is uh, 19.99, and I think it's 25 or 24.99. I think we'll see it in here. Um, but of course, Robot Kingdom has quite expensive shipping. If you're shopping from Australia, I've I'm trying a freight forwarder that has a delivery address in Hong Kong. So we will see how that goes over the next couple of weeks. The uh, the figures are shipping from Robot Kingdom on the twentieth of January, which is uh, I think Monday. What's today? Today's the seventeenth. Yeah. yeah. So, so they'll ship out from Robot Kingdom next week. Hopefully, make it to my freight freight forwarder, and hopefully, I'll have these the week after. We'll see how we go. Um, and uh, and if it works out, then uh, I'll tell everyone my uh, the freight folder that I'm using. The first when I saw that pack, I thought that hot rod was being done like the uh, the custom one that you got done, but it's not purple, is it? It's orange. 
I think he's a dark he's a dark brown. I think he's meant to be an evil evil version of Hot Rod by the looks of it. Uh, um, since it is it is the villains pack. But uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll say look, look I, I will just caution that like they are subverse figures, so I'm not expecting I'm not expecting great things, but like they're okay. I mean, they they look pretty good for like G one Sharkticon homages. They do, don't they? Yeah. Also, every also every single Sharkticon appears to be held in with two cable ties. <laughs> yeah, we'll they see. look like um, no bigger than bot bots in this shot. Actually, I, I I believe they are maybe like maybe like twenty or thirty percent larger than a bot bot, but yeah, they're not, they're not huge. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right, let's move on. Uh, only a couple of stories left to get us through. Now, uh, Bradley, you mentioned this earlier in, earlier in the uh, in the show. There is there have been a, a few new uh, few new figure listings revealed, um, and in fact, since the, this this was actually revealed on the first of January, it's a co- been a couple of weeks now. I don't know if we've seen the other seen some of these figures actually revealed yet, but that uh, that. Voyager Megatron is right there under Earthrise, and I'm pretty sure we haven't seen him yet. So we are looking at four new Voyagers for the Studio Series. Blitzwing, Skipjack. Ah, yes, Skipjack. Never. Uh, <laughs> Scrapper, of course, would uh, <coughs> be one of the Constructicons, and Sentinel Prime. Mm. Interesting. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, so, yeah, Sentinel Prime um, actually... A fairly in-demand figure for Studio Series. I think people have been people have been waiting for a good Sentinel Prime figure, and uh, so that that may finally be here. Under Earthrise, we've got a Voyager Megatron, a MicroMaster Battle Squad, Voyager Snapdragon, Voyager Quintesson. That will be an interesting one to see as well. Whether mm-hmm. or not it's a whether or not it's a Quintesson Judge or something like that, um, we'll see. Um, a couple more MicroMaster Astro Patrols and, and Racetrack Patrols. And uh, under Cyberverse, we're seeing Ultra Skullcruncher and Thunderhowl. Is that name again? And mm. an Ultimate I- Iaconus. Now that's an interesting one because Iacon is actually a city in uh, in Transformers lore. So uh, we'll see what we'll see what Iaconus turns out. Next. Is that also a new size class for Cyberverse? Uh, Ultimate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think Ultimate is those really, really big ones that are stupidly expensive but very, very simple. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking uh, very forward to Snapdragon, uh, and want to see more of Quintesson and the Battle Squad before I sort of commit to them. <laughs> Yeah, look, it looks like the MicroMasters might be a through line on all all three parts of this trilogy, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, I also like I also just like reading Ultra Skull Cruncher. That sounds so metal. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's very true. Yeah, beyond belief, it's taken this long to get a actual Blitzwing, but I'm glad it's finally happening. Yeah, so it's, uh, like, it's like a big gap in even with the. Uh, figures that have been announced right there's still aside from the 3a one there's this real real lack of what was initially such a marketed character so i i i, I wonder if it's uh i wonder if it's that they're a little bit a little bit ashamed that blitzwing probably should have been starscream <laughs> <laughs> perhaps i'm trying to 
also figure out if Skipjack is just a trademarkable name for Wheeljack. Oh. I think Skipjack is Skipjack is the ultimate name for Rampage. So you know the one-legged bloke part of Devastation. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so he's another constructor guy, I see. Yeah. Oh. And actually, that... actually, that makes a lot of sense because if you look at the if you look at the skews there, they're consecutive skews. They're seven two one three and seven two one four, whereas the others are seven three and eight two. So, um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good point. Also, um, I haven't been collecting the video line, but I'm just surprised it's taken this long to get a Sentinel Prime. Yeah, but look, I, look, I don't, I don't really, I don't really malign them. The, um, I, I don't really give them too much flack for like the release order of things like the line I, I was commenting to someone the other day I feel like I feel like the studio series line has been really well received by fans including mm-hmm. fans who don't really like the movie figures and I feel like they've actually led to some acceptance of the the Bayverse movie designs because a lot of them are actually quite strong figures carrying those designs so we wish that we'd seen them when the movies were the movie lines were actually out but uh yeah, I, I think I think retroactively they are actually doing a, doing a lot of a lot of good things for the Bayverse designs. Well, it probably helps as well that you can have a line that's going back and revisiting the Bayverse designs now because the movies are old enough that people are nostalgic for them. Yeah, that's right. It's been long. Yeah. So, as uh, as TFW notes or noted two weeks ago when the story was actually published, there's no images yet for these uh, for these listings, but New York Toy Fair is coming up next month. Uh, so. We are a couple of weeks closer to next month now, so uh, it seems likely that we'll see a uh, we'll see a, a reveal of some of these figures there. I was trying to trying to work out because each figure has like a number in brackets. Is that how many there's going to be per case, or is it something I I'm so. missing? Yeah, I, I don't so. know. Uh, I I don't I don't think you put three of something in a case. I don't think, yeah. You, uh, yeah, you know, you might you might be right about the MicroMasters. There's eight there as well. So yeah. maybe, maybe there, maybe it is. Maybe the the cases cases are a bit weird. But yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, but I'm not even not sure because they usually ship voyages in waves of two. So who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just an observation. <laughs> Find out, come toy fair at least. I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll see. All yeah, right, one more. Toy fair doesn't leak beforehand like it always happens. Always does seem to, doesn't it? Or that, or there'll be that dude standing in front of it for a week. <laughs> All right, last story for tonight. Uh, IDW has announced a new Transformers comic book. It is another crossover. It is Transformers versus the Terminator. Now, this is a franchise mashup that I was not expecting to ever really see, and. Um, IDW's marketing, like I don't want to call it suspect or questionable, but they did say that people have been clamoring for this uh, this matchup <laughs> for a long time, and I, I, don't, I don't know that they have. I... But but mm. let, 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 let's be fair. Um, there are a couple of iconic 80s uh, franchises. IDW yeah. has some pretty talented Transformers artists and writers uh, that are... Not necessarily doing that much at the moment with the uh, the new Transformers book. There's a, there's generally new creative teams on there, um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this mashup. I actually think it's really interesting looking at the artwork here. So you can see sort of like Megatron's got the the Terminators within his grip. But if you look at the cover of that, that's a Terminator hiding inside Optimus Prime. Like 
That's, yeah, that's a that's, pretty that's, shitty that's, infiltrator. That, that, no, but that's the bad guy hiding inside a good guy. So, like, that one's that one's kind of interesting. The 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 shot of Megatron and the uh, and all the Terminators. That's kind of to be expected, right? But yeah, I so sort of, I can picture Megatron and Skynet being on the same page. No, 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 Legion. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, is this yeah. a new movie thing? Yes, it's a new movie thing. Skynet's oh, not. It? Well, <laughs> nah, Sky, Sky, Skynet, the malevolent artificial intelligence, is no longer the bad guy in the Terminator franchise. The new, the new bad guy is Legion, which is a malevolent artificial intelligence. Is there any? Yeah, but they're from. They're from. They're from twenty. The twenty forties, not the twenty twenties. Yeah, but I mean. If you're a true Terminator fan, there's only two Terminator movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. that's, that's that's true because they 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 keep trying to make a sequel to Terminator Two. <laughs> it's just no, every, it's not going to happen. No, every movie that's come out, <coughs> excuse me, every Terminator movie that's come out since Terminator Two, including Terminator Three, is just like we're the real sequel to Terminator Two. Yeah. Then, then Terminator like Terminator Genesis comes out and they're like, oh. Ignore all the other movies. We're the sequel to Terminator 2. Then another one comes in. They're like, oh, forget the other movies. We're the direct sequel to Terminator 2. Terminator yeah. Dark Fate is actually the closest one, the closest that anyone's actually come to doing something like Terminator 2. It was all right. It didn't do very well at the box office. It's probably killed the franchise. So <laughs> let's see Let's see what happens when they meet the Autobots and the Decepticons. Well, yeah. Genesis killed the franchise, and here we are. Mm-hmm. So in a couple... Years time will have something else to so, so that they, they said Genesis killed the franchise and Dark Fate kind of proved that good yeah. movie, good movie, but no one was interested. I I read the synopsis to Dark Fate and I was like, it sounds like in the first five minutes they just piss all over the first two movies, and that's that's a major no no. That's you don't do that. <laughs> there, there, there's there is something major that happens in the first five minutes of Dark Fate. Yeah, but it happens after Judgment Day, so like, yeah. So it's ha- it happens after Judgment Day was meant to happen. So it's sort of like, uh, well, you know, you were successful. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. enough term, <laughs> enough Terminator talk. Yeah. That is uh, that is it for news for this week. We are coming up to the hour mark, so we might look at uh, might look to finish the show off, shall we? Um. Do you want to talk quickly about some new acquisitions, Bradley? I've I've already spoken about uh, already spoken about the Cyberverse figures. Um, I will just add that I got the I got the recent masterpiece releases, Bumblebee, Black Arachnia, and Hound, but I haven't opened them yet. Um, so oh, okay. uh, they'll they'll come up at some point in the next couple of weeks. But uh, Max, you said you didn't actually get anything new recently. Uh, I pre-ordered that a uh, three zero Soundwave, but beyond that, um, nothing. It does look good, doesn't it? Come in, but yeah. So hopefully, I'll have something big and exciting to talk about in the coming weeks. Sounds good. Well, as I as I said at the beginning, and that you probably saw in the run sheet, I've gotten like that many Cyberverse figures, a phone book's worth of instruction manuals. Um, Not going to go over all of them, um, but I will just say a couple of things. Uh, Bringer. Um, I think he's probably my bigger pick of 2019. He's just um, really awesome. He's got a good transformation, though a lot of it is not really 
expressed in the instructions. The instructions are a bit lacking, but it's an awesome toy nonetheless. Um, hmm. If you're a fan of G1 Springer, uh, don't get G1 Springer, get this instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a, uh, a more accurate representation. To be um, honest, the G1 Springer is probably way more expensive than that anyway. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it. And, ugh. and also, just a couple of little side notes. I got uh, crosshairs um, with Spinister, of course. And um, he goes really well with the Autobot Target Master that comes with the Counter-Strike. Um, so I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Cro- crosshairs. No, not this guy, oh, this guy. Oh, oh that, that guy. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I, so I, I don't know because because you, you didn't actually say crosshairs, so yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, they really go well together. The reds and the black sort of mesh quite well, and also because um, crosshairs now has his target master, uh, Ironhide now has two of the same guns. So I've sort of got a a Bayverse sort of Ironhide here with two one mounted gun on each arm and it looks like rumble yeah he does actually <laughs> but yeah pretty cool um also got ratchet and impactor and spinister and lots of good stuff they're all good they're all awesome but yeah if you're going if you can only get one figure from last year get springer <laughs> hard recommend right. oh yes yeah <laughs> All right, uh, look, uh, we are reaching the end of the show. Um, briefly on TCCA business, we did have our fundraising fundraising end of year gi- uh, giveaway at uh, going through November and December last year. Prizes are being sent out for that at the moment. And by that, I mean I haven't sent them out yet, but I'm going to. Um, and that is, uh, that is about it. Uh, club business is still getting up and running for the new year, so... Uh, we will we will see where we end up with that. So thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, that's that's the show. <coughs> that's my coughing fit. From being I think I'm still the only one on. Um, <coughs> I think I still got the close up. We're not in the three. You're right. You're right. There we go. That's fine. Yeah. Do- doesn't it, it doesn't really matter too much about the video. Uh, anyway, so let's do it again. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are watching along with the live feed, thank you for checking us out. You can get in touch with us all in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. You'll find out, find links to these stories and uh, more in the show notes posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, we, we like it when people subscribe, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Pocket Casts, YouTube, Spotify, Google, and more. Uh, there's an RSS feed in the uh, in the website if you need it, although I suspect most podcatchers know how to find us these days. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers like us who donate their time and money to make the club better for everyone. Our goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community and sometimes just sitting on YouTube and talking about Transformers. You can find out more information about the club, including affordable yearly membership options starting at just $5 to show your support at transformerscca.com. Bradley, tell us how we can find you on Twitch. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash groovyguy0069. Just look for the big pair of legs that are twitching. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. Uh, That is all from us. We'll be back with more Transformers news next week.
him and right. Holman. Next week is uh, next week is the uh, next week will be the day before Australia Day, so uh, we'll see how we go with that. Hopefully, hopefully no one's going away for Australia Day, and we can still put a show on. We'll see how we go. Goodbye. <laughs>